Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady with my co-host, JC. Aloha. JC, aloha from Buffalo. We have today a guest with us from far, far away. That's where the thing came in in episode one. I was a little behind the eight ball there. <laughs> Andrew Swiler coming in from Barcelona. How you doing? Hola, Wendy. How are you? I am great um, because it is, you know, uh, still summertime. I'm still on vacation. Yeah, right. I wish I vacation was over a long time ago. I'm so busy and so many things are actually around HR technology, AI, like we talked about, and then engagement as well. I want to talk to you and to our listeners about, um, you know, how can software, HR software help us? figure out how are our first of all question are our employees engaged if they're not why and what are we going to do to fix it so real quick like if let's just say somebody does have your tools at lantaria what can they use to fix their engagement problems so i think employee engagement is probably one of our sweet spots and probably the most important most overlooked part of most businesses uh, a lot of companies are investing in recruiting they're investing in in a lot of areas of their business and what they're not thinking about is like okay i recruited all these people now how do i make them happy how do i keep them because you're investing a lot of money to recruit and onboard someone and if you don't invest in keeping them and keeping them happy it's a huge waste of an investment. So one of the things that we see in employee engagement, obviously there's you know basic things, employee engagement surveys uh, that just kind of help you kind of gauge and get a barometer of what's going on. Another thing is obviously one-on-ones. And what we see in our, our products that people love is being able from the HR department level, being able to plug in questions and certain employee one-on-ones and certain employee engagement that then at the management level or at the certain uh, department levels, they can adapt it to their specific needs and get a little bit more data. But the HR team is still sort of getting the centralized view of everything and still giving their opinion where, you know, companies that aren't using tools like this, it might be more decentralized where it's like, you know, Mike in uh, in this department is doing his one-on-ones, asking questions. That information never makes it to the HR team, never makes it to the management team. He's just keeping it for himself and getting that you know, one-on-one information from his employees, and it doesn't turn into like a macro thing inside of the company. So where HRMS can come in is getting that information centralized. Now, where that the second phase of that is then, you know, taking that information, building out, you know, charts, building out sort of uh, taking that data, graphics, making sure you're actually seeing it and taking intake. But the third part of what you said is what do you do if employees aren't engaged or what do you do to continue employee engagement? That's where... I personally don't think technology can do anything. Like I, I personally think that's the end of the the line where you have all the data, you have the information. Now you need to make a decision and actually use your brains and people skills to fix it. Right, which means you might need to train your managers to uh, <laughs> to be able to get those people skills because it doesn't come automatically, you know. And then also making sure that you you know um, you know if. 
it's data, but it's not going to tell you, oh, by the way, we're in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. So if you're if yeah. you're analyzing data or comparing years to um, during a pandemic, there are other things that have happened. So it is just data. It is tools. But getting that information, like you were mentioning, the employee surveys, I love doing employee surveys. But the biggest thing I tell every single one of my clients and anybody who will listen, including our listeners today, is do not do a survey unless you plan on acting. You know, yeah. don't ask people for their feedback unless you plan on listening. Don't ask people for data unless you plan on doing something about it. So it's really important, in my opinion, to get the buy-in from the hires up, higher up above to say, okay, we're going to do a survey either from our new hires or current employees. Um, who's going to be checking the results of this survey? And are the managers actually going to do anything? Or are the, is the company as a whole going to do things to make a change, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's actually, I read uh, a few days ago, an interesting Jeff Bezos quote that he said years ago in, in one of his letters. And he said, the thing I've noticed is when the anecdotes and the data disagree, the anecdotes are usually right. There's something wrong with the way you're measuring the data. So it's super interesting because he, you know, sometimes you look at this data and you look at all these graphs and it's like, God, it just doesn't make sense. Like what is going on here? And it usually is that something underlying is happening and either the data can't measure it because it's something that's not there or you're not measuring the right things. And I think that's a huge part in, in HR because people are, everyone's different and people are very unique all the time. And sometimes the data can't capture that. Yeah, that, thank you for bringing that up too, because it really is. It's I love the fact that you're a tech guy and you're like, okay, you still have to go talk to your people <laughs> because you'd be surprised. I guess you're not. How many people don't realize that? Well, can I just send them a text? No, you have no. to get out of your chair and walk over there or pick up the phone or make sure it's video so you can see that their jaw has dropped because, you know, they're... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I know yeah. some cool tech products that pretend to do all this stuff for you, but they don't actually do it or they, right. they don't do it very well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Andrew, for those of us that are uh, on today listening to you and saying, oh, my goodness, I need this program. I need to talk to this guy. How can people reach out to you and find you? So uh, you can look us up on Lanteria, L-A-N-T-E-R-I-A dot com. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn as well, Andrew Swiler, S-W-I-L-E-R. Or you can find me on Twitter. I spend most of my most well, not most of my time, but most of my <laughs> social media time on Twitter. And my handle is Swiler A, S-W-I-L-E-R-A. So you can find me on there. Awesome. Well, before we wrap up here, I wanted to say one statistic here for our listeners. Sorry, JC, I'm going to steal this from you. According to a February 2022 poll from SHRM, 79% of businesses use either AI and or automation for both recruitment and employment activities. So if you are listening today and you are not on that 79%, you're maybe the remaining 21%, you need to get yourself in, you know, talking to Andrew or someone else that is more relevant for your industry, your size, and make sure you get automation going in your company with or without AI. I know a lot of people aren't sold on to AI yet, but it will 100% save your sanity and hopefully even save some of your your employees from walking out the door. Any yeah. final thoughts, JC? Uh, I do have a program you can find me at the end of. Uh, reach the end of your 12 steps of the program. I might be there waiting for you. I'm kidding, ladies and gentlemen. No, truly, it's a pleasure to be here. No other thoughts. This is a great conversation. I could pin in and go real deep with you on stuff like this, Andrew. Uh, I hearken back to the days of the digital transition with public broadcasting and TV. 
metadata transfers and all that. This revolution that we're seeing in HR is no different. The only difference that we mm-hmm. have around the entire industry is this holistic approach. And you touched on it, started talking about that that paradigm shift and the change back to the people. And I do hope that we, we culturally, the larger we, all of us around the globe, can embrace these technologies and refocus back on people. That's all I have. Yeah. Don't I don't use technology as a, as a blanket. You yeah. you got to go talk to the people. Yeah. Talk to the people. Open your mouth. Actually, I say close your mouth, open your ears, yeah. listen, and really be effective. So thanks for joining us today, everybody. We hope this information has been helpful. Take care. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.